Hello, captive birds, and thanks for joining me. In these trying times, where most of us are stuck inside, bored, desperate for entertainment, I've decided to release a non-Skinnered bonus episode of Skinnered Reconsidered. This is a recording of me with two of my best and oldest friends in the world, playing a fun and exciting music game. Luckily, I've always recorded every conversation I have with close friends, so it's available for us all today. This recording is a couple years old, and the inspiration to release this was actually the death of the great Bill Withers. We happened to mention him in this recorded conversation. Bill Withers is important to all three of us, not just for his music, which is great, but for the way he lived his life. One of my two dear friends on here wrote a Facebook post which describes his importance much better than I ever could. I don't think we give our names on this podcast, but he's the loud one. And he rarely opens up like this. He never posts on social media. So you know he means it. I'm going to read this for you now. My loudmouth friend who I truly love, says, quote, I've loved Bill Withers for a long time, but the Still Bill documentary from about 10 years ago cemented my admiration for this one-of-a-kind artist. As a film, it's solid but not super special. However, everything Bill Withers says in it felt to me like a life-changing insight that I should incorporate immediately into my own worldview. No joke. I'm a 41-year-old white guy from the suburbs who came of age long after Bill Withers left the public eye, but I find myself asking what would Bill do on a regular basis. He is an inspiration to people everywhere and especially to those with artistic and creative desires. He made music for all the right reasons, and when he decided it wasn't fun anymore, he walked away. The end. Hell. The guy didn't even become a professional performer until he was around 30. He was too busy working a good job in the Navy before that. He wasn't interested in the trappings of wealth and fame, and that's why his songs continue to resonate with listeners decades after he first wrote them. They were pure and true and honest in a way that even the best of his contemporaries could not always manage. Withers was an artist par excellence with seemingly zero ego. Bill Withers' music is timeless, and it is for everyone, regardless of their age, sex, race, creed, you name it. When people talk about music being universal, they are talking about people like Bill Withers. I played live at Carnegie Hall just the other day for my nine-year-old daughter. She was dancing in the backyard. When Lean On Me came on, she said, Oh, I know this song, and immediately sang the chorus. Honestly, don't know where she heard it before. She listens to pop radio and Spotify pop playlists, maybe at the grocery store, maybe at a restaurant in the background one day. It speaks to the genius and power of that song that she's probably only heard it casually a couple times over her short nine years, yet she knew that hook and sang it perfectly. R.I.P. doesn't do it. Rest in peace, glory, and the beauty and harmony you brought to millions around the world, Bill. I can't thank you enough for what you gave us. Your music will be with me until my time on earth is done.
End quote. Thank you, Loudmouth. So, to repeat, this episode has nothing to do with Leonard Skinner. I am sorry about that. If you're here for Skinner only, it's time to turn this off. No shame in that. But if you like wacky, zany musical conversation between me and two old friends, I suggest you turn it up. new game that I've made up and I we're going to try it out and maybe it'll be fun. I like to call the game Digression. No one wins that game. <laughs> That's a game we usually play. Mm. We are good at that. We've since we've mastered Digression. Yeah. We're going to move on to a game we like to call Euronymous, the anonymous eponymous game. We like to talk about music. That happens a lot from time to time. We like to talk about music here. <laughs> but does it happen a lot or from time to time? On occasion, we frequently, from time to time, talk about music. Sporadic. Including but not limited to. Yeah, yeah intermittently. Including but not limited to. The following clause, subclause. So, Santa Claus. As you probably know, there are many bands who have famous internal... <laughs> I'm trying to do a thing. I know, he's just terrible. I didn't hear what he said. I'm sorry. I couldn't let it go. Which is the lowest of lowest of denominators. We went through there. I took the dumbest joke, which was I said something like clause subclause and then took what was already a worthless aside and tagged it with Santa Claus. And then I gave Carl one of my classic looks. And I looked and, back. Because he knew it was coming. He was like, Oh I mm-hmm. bet I'm getting one of those classic looks from Mike right now. That look of both guilt and pride. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's like being a lawyer. Simultaneous. Ouch. <laughs> Ow. Again, I just oh, want to joke. say. Jibby jab. You just got jibby jab. Well, you skit skat skadoodling. <laughs> All right. There. Well, now you're the rapper. I just feel like, well, he's the DJ. <laughs> uh, Sorry, we're going to do the game. What do you call three lawyers at the bottom of the ocean? My friends. I call it a good start. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, because all lawyers should be dead. They don't, then they can't swim. That's true. Right. Yeah. I feel like my friends. I feel like I have heard I knew that. those men. They That's not funny. It's not, it's not funny. It's mean. People. Yeah, I don't think I just so. feel like there's a lot of focus on the fact that I'm an attorney and... You, you knew know, that, though, coming into yeah, it. Yeah, right? it, just, it doesn't I feel like there's not me. enough focus on this game I want to play. <laughs> no, there isn't. He's right. He's right. right. I'm sorry. He's right. I'm now going to be... Do we have a silence clock? I must establish one. Silent until you point to me and say it's time my talk. <laughs> can't even start can't. the clock. The clock never starts. With, without... Yeah. Oh, boy. <sighs> okay. How do you do it? <laughs> it's easy. You just sit there. <laughs> <laughs> Something like that. Okay, so Carl, let me tell you about this game. Yeah. So, you know, bands, they don't always get along with one another. Oftentimes, yes. there's a pretty dynamic internal feud. And I always find that interesting, especially when it's a band that I like. I like to know the, the story. How do they make wrong. such great music Yeah, with this internal strife? Yeah. Is that why they made such great music? Did it help? Did it hinder them? Sure. Like, probably the most famous one would be The Beatles. Sure. Paul versus John. Yeah. Okay. Shows in the work. Exactly. But everyone admires them both. So what we're going to do in this game is we're going to settle once and for all. Oh, gosh. <laughs> who is the, the winner? winner. And, uh. it, and we're going to consider multiple factors. So it could be just their musical contribution. It could be their actions, the way they behave towards one another. And sometimes maybe their music is so great and they were the most important part of the band. So even though they were the bigger dick, 
they, they still, still might be the winner. Yeah, it's it's up for us. It's up to us. To Easy decide. E is not going to win this one. I, I just, um, but I bet that was on your list. <laughs> actually, it should have been, and it will be. <laughs> okay, and uh, Easy is going to win. <laughs> okay, well, but Ice Cube wrote all his stuff. <laughs> yeah, but he had the greatest voice ever. He did have a great voice. Well, that's why it's important that there's three of us here. Okay, I agree. <laughs> Thank you, Mike. <laughs> so much restraint. I, okay, I but, can't believe it. <laughs> But so the so that, that's, that's the game. That's the game. I'll throw out a band and members that were feuding. Yeah. And then we'll walk through. Give us some context. Yeah. And we'll determine who who's the best, who's the worst, who wins. Are you gonna eat into the microphone? Okay, I'll stop with the eating. I was eating because I wasn't allowed to talk. Oh. Self-imposed. So you still had to make an annoying noise. <laughs> <laughs> but so is anyone curious about the, the name? The, ocean. the name of the game is Euronymous, the anonymous eponymous game. There is a dude named Euronymous, okay? And and in my estimation... In a band? Yes, in a band called Mayhem. Okay. And I do believe this band had the most violent internal feud of all time. So the story with Mayhem is there was a guy in the band. This is, a, of course, a black death metal band in Norway. Which we all know started with... White Lion. Yep. Exactly. (laughs) You don't know that because it's episode two. You'll get to it. You'll get to it. Oh, wow. You'll get there. I'm interested. A little treat. That's, That's a... Tease for you, for the the other <laughs> listeners, it's a callback. Mm. Let me tell you about this band called Mayhem. They had a member of the band whose name was Dead. He, he went by the name Dead. Sure. A little and, too on the nose, but... Well, yeah. you, you got that right, Carl. Oh, okay. Because Dead killed himself and was found by Euronymous, his uh, bandmate. Maybe I do know this story. This is... Uh, I mean, it's a heck of a story. Okay. So a whale Dead, of a tale. Dead killed... <laughs> Are we in a musical? <laughs> okay. So Dead killed himself. Yeah. By slitting both wrists and then taking a shotgun and shooting himself in the head. Wow. Now, sometimes wow. you might think it's a cry for help when someone yeah. tries to commit suicide. But I'm thinking, you slit both your wrists and shoot yourself in the head. That's definitive. You yeah. want this done. Yeah. So he was You want found. it done right. Did they need- and if you want something done right... You do it yourself. There you go. You do it yourself. That's what, <laughs> that is suicide that- slogan, <laughs> I believe. <laughs> so wow. If you call the hotline... And they, no, 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 hold on. Please. You call the hotline. We're not home, joking about this. De- Let's no. just be clear. It's, it's not funny. And then Home it's Depot's the, the sponsor, and they send the thing like, you know, if you want something done right, you do it yourself. At Home Depot, we it's teach you. It's Suicide Prevention Week at Home at Depot. At Home Depot, we teach you how to take matters into your own hands. <laughs> Again, Suicide Prevention Week here at yeah. Home Depot. You're muddling the water, sir. I'm going to teach you how to install that faucet yourself. You don't need to rely on somebody. You've got it in yourself. And you're like, yeah, but I'm feeling suicidal. Well, that's why you're going to go do this yourself. Do yeah. it yourself. You I, can do it. Do it yourself. <laughs> this is bad. The only thing keeping John from punching me in the face, because he's clearly not on my side tonight, which is good. Healthy conflict is what makes anything interesting. Sure. That's, that's what we're talking about. Uh, he's trying to get yeah. to the end of yeah, this. Yeah, right. Somebody already keeps, got to the end of it. <laughs> well... So again, it, we're not we're not making light of. I think that's what Dead would want. Yeah, what I know is Euronymous found him dead, and before calling the police, he went out and bought a disposable camera so he could take pictures of his bandmate Dead, who was now dead. Wow! And he he rearranged some of the items around. I guess he he really made a photo shoot out of it. And after that time, the story is Euronymous made a necklace out of part of Dead's skull and bones. And would wear this necklace and would also give it to members of other bands that he felt were worthy of carrying on Dead's spirit or something. But that's not the end of the story. Okay. There's another guy in the band. I don't know his name. It's probably like Grave Fucker or something. There was a guy in the band. Steve. There's a, 
There, there is a guy in the band named uh, Necro Butcher, mm. but I don't think he was really involved in any of this. AKA nonsense. Steve. Mm-hmm. But there, but there's another guy in the band who we'll call Steve, and um, he became a little bit worried about Euronymous with him wearing the skull necklace and all. And also, Euronymous began to burn down churches, and plural, so, <laughs> plural. Okay. Look, you get a taste. Yeah. Wow. You're not gonna stop. Yeah. So Steve also began to fear that Euronymous was plotting his murder. So Steve stabbed Euronymous 23 times oh. and killed Euronymous. Preemptively. Yep, preventative measures, Your Honor. So that is the ultimate band feud as I see it. Yeah. And, okay. and interesting. I disagree. I'm still going to go. Think Fleetwood Mac is worse? Yeah, Think Fleetwood Mac is worse. <laughs> That's true. Because the music suffered. <laughs> the, the music, music did suffer. suffer. That was the biggest loss. I don't know. Tusk is pretty great, but yeah. Eh. Interesting footnote. Um, Steve was charged with and convicted of murder of Euronymous yeah. and of multiple church arsons. So he also got into the church burning business, Steve. Because I thought yeah, you said Euronymous yes, Uron- yes. yeah. had been burning churches, which alarmed Steve. Mm-hmm. Or was... Or inspired him, potentially. Mm-hmm. I think they were... Actually, they did burn churches together. Oh, so it's sad. They started off mm-hmm. as allies mm-hmm. and then they became enemies. Somewhere it went wrong. Wow. So hmm. he was sentenced to 21 years in jail <laughs> oh, no for, way. for murder <laughs> and multiple. And you know what? He got out after 15 years. So he's out now. So I should not be telling this story. Why are you well, telling he might, well, it's public record now, man. Well, yeah, yeah, but, but he doesn't need to joke about him. it. Well, that's true. Man. People know what Manson did, but you still go around like Ah, Manson. <laughs> poking him in the forehead. Well, I don't believe it. Maybe. That's With not good. I don't like this. I didn't know that. Invocation of the band's name. So that's a pretty long setup, but hopefully a decent story. But that's why this game is named after Euronymous, and it's called the Euronymous Anonymous Eponymous Game. Yeah. Synonymous with good times. Was good. I hope good times. the other feuds don't end in death or murder. I don't think any of them will. Okay. Although some of them... Haven't fully well, played out yet. Death, maybe not murder. So I think NWA was a was a pretty good place to start. But that would MC be a, Ren is not the winner. <laughs> DJ Yellow. All right. Well, I've already I've okay. Already you cast, cast your vote. vote. <laughs> also, this is per- you guys want me to be quiet. This is perfect because I don't know anything about NWA. Mm-hmm. Our friend Eric maybe listened to it a couple times. So you guys get so into it. I'm my curious friend Eric stuff. Wright is my vote. Really? Yeah. As I, and I get it. I know the that, feuder the, the other side of the feud being Dre or Ice Cube. It really would be all three, AIDS? wouldn't it? Come on. Oh, uh, well, nobody wins in that one, okay? <laughs> Did you guys hear that uh, David Copperfield has AIDS? <laughs> no, I did hear this, I think, in 1994. <laughs> yes. uh, yeah, I was did. unaware of this tragic fact. Please fill me in on the details. He did magic. <laughs> I never heard that. Really never heard that? Really? Or if I did, I blocked it out. Yeah, he probably... That's great. Got moved down the list. Made you laugh. Has Magic Johnson fully beaten AIDS yet? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I think we can joke about that now. Because he nailed it. He killed it. (laughs) Poor choice of words. (laughs) Or maybe the most best choice of words. Most best. Most apropos. So you feel pretty emphatic. Yeah. Easy. And I actually think that this is a case of just my love for his voice Mm -hmm. and his music Mm -hmm. outweighing everything else because it seems pretty clear that he sided with what's his name, the Jerry Heller, Jerry Heller yeah. yeah, who was a bad dude, yeah, and was was ripping, he like the manager? Yeah, he was, and he was ripping off every member of that group, maybe Easy the least, but certainly all of them, and so he made the wrong decision. And, and I mean, look at Ice Cube and Dr. Dre now. I mean, they kind of won in the end. I'm not saying because not they're alive. Dr. I'm Dre saying assaulting more than one went, woman. <laughs> well, well, that's a good point. 
That I takes think him that, down a couple pegs. I, that's why I think okay. I would lean towards Ice Cube. Ice Cube <laughs> maybe came as, out ahead. As far as just behavior, I would go Ice Cube. Professionalism. Yes. And really, let's transcending. I mean, obviously, Dr. Dre has transcended a lot of career levels. Yeah. Uh, definitely, Ice Cube has kind of become this strange combination of like still have some credibility yeah, and like created st- this thing but then you're also in like kids movies yeah, still and- kind of lovable somehow right he's really pulled off quite a feat yeah and he did write the raps right he wrote them all and so i know that my argument makes no sense because easy e made all the wrong decisions professionally and personally he kept the wrong friends he uh wasn't even a great rapper really certainly not in the beginning no um, but he didn't write solo any, album is really good. He didn't write. <laughs> he does really good. That's where I'm going with this. He didn't write any of the lyrics. And Dre, he was dropping the funky ass beats. <laughs> he sure was. So funky. But or his interns, but whatever. It doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> but nothing to me will top. Easy does it. Uh, just from that time in my childhood of being the perfect rap album to me, and I love his voice so very much. I mean, no more questions. Come on. It doesn't get any better than that. So for fantastic. me, the winner is Easy E. Okay, I'm I'm going to take the long view. <laughs> I'm going to go with Ice Cube on this. I think Dr. Dre, though he has a uh, very impressive body of work and, you know, has a couple great albums, I, I do think that the assaults <laughs> are probably disqualifying. I think that's fair. I think it's okay to say that. Um, yeah, so I'm going to go with Ice Cube on this one. That's fair. So, yeah, Mike, you don't care at all, and you have to settle this... We both made our arguments. It was right. It should come as no surprise I spent most of the time you guys were talking not paying attention. Sure. Yeah. Waiting to speak. Uh, waiting to speak. So, mm, this is a tough one. I'm going to go with Ice Cube. Hmm? You know what? It's totally fair. Carl made a great argument. He's, he's a damn lawyer. I can't, I can't disagree, however, that Easy Does It is a great album. Thank you. All right, let me pull one up that... Um, Do I win anything? I made a list. No, Carl wins something. I'm the one who decided. <laughs> you decided that Carl won. Oh. <laughs> you know what? Then you're welcome. Oh. A thank you would be nice. Well, well I thank you. I was confused on how well, to... Where's my gift? All right, who wants to do a, play another round of this hilarious okay. game? Yeah, no. <laughs> well, it got very I analytical. Get, I want to get I want to get Mike involved in one because he was kind of left out of that one. Um, and here's one. Can I, I just say I'm not a racist? Yeah, okay, yeah, yes. You, you, of course you can say that. You no said one, it before. No one thought you were. Is that, does that have me doth protest too much situation? It, it might become that. Uh, I wasn't hoping for that. <laughs> that's your gimmick. Yeah. No, I don't want it to. That's not a gimmick. But I felt like you guys were being so knowledgeable and thoughtful about these that two gentlemen. Mean, no, no, that doesn't mean you're... Uh, no, this is like the record show. I just... Rap never did it for me. It's okay. Yeah, Digital it's Underground. This is an EP release. Mm-hmm. But honestly, that was because there was like a nine-minute organ solo on that one song. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I liked my instrumental jams. Same song. Same yeah. song. So I don't know a lot about rap, but I'm not a filthy racist. I'm not even a regular racist. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> <I'm> not, <laughs> oh, boy. Wait, wait. You're taking umbrage of the phrase filthy racist like no, a bridge too far? <laughs> no, I think you're just making it a bigger deal than it is. No uh, one thought you were. There's somebody out there that's definitely going, okay. like, oh, the one guy, the one who's always... Hmm. run his mouth is suddenly got nothing to say about NWA okay that but he's a filthy racist see, so I'm that. not I just never got into it let's try this Paul versus John I'm already ready boy I'm, I've got it okay definitive. it's a little more difficult I John, know well it's hard I love the Beatles so much are we gonna like uh, cabinet to just the Beatles time period I don't think so no, think no. everything they did mm-hmm. is humans Boy, Paul really. Well, I like the way you threw that. Everything they did as humans. Well, and as humans, John, not a great track record. Nope. Thank Again. you. Again. Thank you. Relationships with women, not good. Not great. Nope. Not good. John makes Dr. Dre look like a good dad. 
Which he may be. <laughs> That's true. I don't know. But I'm saying Maybe it would make him look dad. like an even better dad than yeah, however he yeah. is. Yeah, I go Paul all day long. I got no time for John. I just feel like, yep. Paul, man, Paul's music got real silly there. <laughs> real did, silly. but then... Unlistenably uh, silly. <laughs> but he also wrote Maybe I'm Amazed. And it's yeah, and the thing is, yeah, he's a silly old man who sometimes says silly things, but none of them ever have a negative effect on really anyone. No, that's true. He doesn't At seem worst, really... it's just kind of like, ah, you. He doesn't really have any ill will, I don't think, right. ever. <laughs> I mean, honestly, I'm trying. I'm not an expert, but like... You know, the worst they can say is like, oh, he Coming assaulted up, my ears. Bad, yeah. yeah, he assaulted my ears. Whereas John... Assaulted people. There you go. That's true. So what we have, I believe, is a uranimous, uranimous, <laughs> anonymous, eponymous, unanimous decision. Yes, yeah, we, we, I think we do on that one. Straight from uranimous. Winner of the feud. <laughs> we did it. Paul, you win. Where's my present, though? Bill Withers. God, Bill yeah. Withers versus everyone. Yeah, <laughs> the industry. <laughs> Bill yeah. Withers is the winner. Bill Withers. Have yeah. you watched that documentary? I have. It is. It's sad. So good. It's sad. I don't think it's sad at all. I thought it was beautiful. Well, I mean, I'm happy that he's happy, but I don't know how happy he is. I, I think mean, he's very happy. No, you didn't. You thought he? You seemed. He seemed conflicted to you in that. Every time I watch a documentary about something I like, there's so many other avenues I want them to talk about. And so I'm uh, thinking about like, oh, I want to know more about this, or oh, we should have followed this thread or whatever. You but you about James Jamerson laying down them cold beats. James Gadsden. James Gadsden. Yeah. Who James Jamerson play for. James Jamerson is the bassist, Motown. Yeah. The hook. Well, he was also laying down the other half of them. He was beats. literally laying down on his back, drunk, playing on. Really? Yeah. When he played the part on, um, what's going on? He was um, drunk, laying on his back. <laughs> he laid on his back in the studio. So he was taking the lyrics super seriously. He's like, look, this is an important what song. What is going on? <laughs> what is going on, guys? I don't even know where we are. That's the Bill Withers versus everyone. Bill Withers wins. Pretty much. I'm trying to think of a scenario in which I would vo- go against Bill Withers on anything. That's a tough one. Mm. It is. My kids, maybe. Mm. They got. They didn't write a song that's going to lean on me. Not yet. Mm-hmm. They used me up. <laughs> Come on. I had to. Well done. So we haven't had any real strife. No. We need no. some tension. I don't know if I have it for you. Um, this breaks the rules a little bit. It's not an uh, internal band feud, mm-hmm. but it is some something of a feud between two musicians. This is one that I think might be the most difficult of, of everything we've discussed thus far. Oh, boy. And it is Prince oh, no. versus Weird Al. And here's now the reason, you got conflict. Here's the reason why I struggle with this. Because <laughs> Prince was one of the very few artists who did not care for Weird Al, did not agree to let him do parodies of his songs, despite Weird Al, of course, asking many, many times to take any of Prince's amazing songs and make a hilarious parody of it. And loving parody. Yes. Yes, always from a place of love. Always from a place of love. Always. And I do love Weird Al, obviously, I prefer Prince. (laughs) I think that's an easy However, Hmm. I almost always side with the person who has a, a sense of humor and doesn't take himself too seriously. That is not Prince. And that is not Prince. <laughs> it never was. Except for the weird times when it was. You're absolutely right. But then also he'd be like, I want to be on the new girl and be silly and play ping pong and all this other stuff. Like he, but he was also do- a little bit manufactured. No, it is manufactured, but he had moments. It was manipulative, though. It was manipulative. You're right. No, I mean, he was always controlled, but yeah. I don't know why he couldn't have seen a way to control that. I know he would say, oh, as, yeah. I'm, I'm handing over my song, so I'm right. ceding control. And I get yeah. why he would not see that you could have your cake and eat it too. Just do it. But there was definitely a way. That's, that's it. That's the No, answer. no joke. That's it. Yeah. That would have been, 
You nailed it, dude. That would have absolutely been the solution. Call it princess, whatever. Because also, Weird Al absolutely would have honored the agreement to never do that again with any other artist. If Prince had called and said, one condition, we Mm. do it together. I am legit (laughs) jealous of that insight, which is a perfect solution to that problem. Mm. And I'm now furious. We'll never have it. It'll never have it. Yeah, that is sad. sad. It's probably been the perfect ending. So, I don't know what to do. I think what we need to do is, we need to, and when everyone has their answer, you raise your hand. And then on the count of three, we say our answers at the same time. So on the count of three? One, two, three. Weird Al Yankovic. Okay. (laughs) I thought you'd go Weird Al. I mean, (laughs) it's two to one. The heart wants what it wants. John and Carl vote Prince. All right. Hey, I'm more than happy with this victory. And, And you know what? I'm fine with it. I'm fine with your vote as well, but yeah. you, just, you just can't vote against Prince. That's what it comes Man, down to. I was against it. That's just going all through it the is. calculus. It's like, well, mm, yeah. that didn't know. add up. Did you take calculus? Uh, no, I stopped at pre-calculus. Did yeah. you? Did you stop at pre-calculus? Hmm. Yeah. I wonder how many people in America took a class that is a pre a class they didn't take. <laughs> like, it doesn't happen very often. Man, you're like, I'm good. Yeah, I'm not. I, I would bet the majority of people who have pre-calculus never went into no. The second level. It is misleading. If, it is very you, misleading. You shouldn't have to learn any calculus in pre-calculus. Yeah. <laughs> or, well, apparently or you algebra, don't. Aren't I just doing it? Just call it algebra, algebra, algebra. Yeah. yeah, let's just mm. call it what it is because it's just like, they're enticing you, but it's not working. Oh, that's it's a tra- terrible sales pitch. Yeah. yeah, no, I don't. Mm. Would you like to learn calculus? You know, a little bit of an introduction. <laughs> yeah. What if we, you know, what for, if we get you a with year. the pre? I, mean, I don't like that. No. Yeah. Did you eat all those junior mints? No, this is some junior mints. Would you like some? Yeah, that'd be awesome. Would you? Can we create a scenario in which I offered them to you graciously instead of you having to ask? Because that just seems bad. You, like you might, did have, I offer? you might have offered before. If you want some junior mints, man, come and get them. Oh, thanks, buddy. Or I could just. I hadn't even thought about that, but I love that. <laughs> um, we still need to do TV time. Which is holy just shit, it's eleven forty-five. We were just hanging out. I, mean, I know not, we're just hanging out, not that but terrible. <laughs> no, you're right. I'm taking this too seriously. What's the problem? What do you need to leave? Okay. I don't have to leave, leave, but... What does that mean? But you don't want to be here. <laughs> I don't have to leave. But I want it to be better now. Yeah. You, you get a great idea, and I feel like we let you down. No. I, I feel like the bands let you down yeah. by not having more interesting feuds I where there were not... clear... All right, so you want to it's do... It's not really a things. funny premise. No, but it was yeah. a great idea. I would hide your back. I'm... I just thought we would be funny. <laughs> yeah. You hoped no, that I'm we would be funny. That. You hoped that we would be funny, and we weren't. You also... Well, look, even with the other thing that... If you don't have comedy, you have conflict. And we didn't even have that. We had to manufacture yeah, our think, conflict. I did think we would argue. So do we want to do the big one um, for us, one of the few things that bands that we all like and say Guns N' Roses? There's so many feuds in there. Do you want to choose a Guns N' Roses feud? Do you want to do? You want to go out on that with that particular segment? I mean, I feel like going, that's going to be boring. I mean, we're all just going to say the same thing. I guess. Although there's part of me that does want to say Axel. Yeah. I don't know why. Other than be just contrarian, I guess. But... Well, I want to yeah. keep this thing. I want it to be interesting. But I'm trying to think of how you would defend it. All right, you're Axel's lawyer in the court of public opinion. Okay. What are your strongest arguments? The, just the charges against him being that he's Axel. God, you're terrible. Yeah, you're, just you're such Axel. A terrible person. Yeah, so many. There's like there's a litany of charges. Yeah. But you're trying to spin him. How do we make Axel come out smelling like a rose? Boom. <laughs> that was good. Oh, that well, good. I'd start with that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, for How sure. do we do it? Uh, oh, this is our chance to work with a lawyer oh, yeah. to come up with an argument. What's our opening argument? I don't know. I mean, I think probably not that he's sympathetic. 
again, some domestic troubles. <laughs> True. Well, acknowledge that. Are there any other members of GNFNR mm -hmm. that have similar backgrounds? So we can say, so we can at least put them on the similar playing field. Right, because we're not comparing Axel to your average citizen. We're comparing him to the other members of Guns N' Roses. Yeah, well, well, the right. fact is, is a pretty low bar. And this, yeah. And I was going to say, you know, you just have the, a lot of the, the intense pressures and stress of being the front man for the biggest band in the world. That's good. I, That's at good. such a rapid rise. But when nothing up, could have really prepared them. Who could? I mean, you're gonna, you're, you're gonna have, and you're gonna get paranoid. Your Honor, I bring and you up a very difficult childhood. So that comes down to image management. Yeah. Well, you have some unsubstantiated rumors. Rumors, aka lies. Thank you. There you go. See, <laughs> that's gonna get, that's gonna get the people on the jury. And like I feel that. like this particular, you know, plaintiff may have had an appetite for destruction. I don't know. Is it too far? Too many? I don't think so at too all. Many. Mm -hmm. Okay. So feel Not free. Not the kangaroo court we have. With no. So I mean, feel jury, free. I ask you to lose your illusions. I would say you're you're abusing <laughs> your own illusions here, and yeah. you're abusing our client, W. Axel Rose, who is really an innocent. Not innocent. I don't mean to go that far. Actually, Actually, I like redheaded, but yeah, we paint him as flawed. Walk that back. Yeah, clearly flawed. Clearly under a lot of stress stress and pressure rest. that is not normal. You know, you, you see that his actions are really not rational, the excess. I mean, like, we could just talk about the series of videos that they thought they should spend their money on. He wants to hang around with the dolphin. You know where this is leading? Rest the band. Like, this is not their vibe, you know. I feel like this is leading to a classic insanity play. Could be. Mm. How can we get away with that? Uh, exhibit A would be maybe My World from User Illusion. <laughs> There you go. <laughs> like, who would honestly put this out? Mm -hmm. So your that's honor. how we lead. Look, all your puns are great, and I feel like if I was in the jury, mm -hmm. that's, that's going to work. That's worth a lot. But I feel if you go in, like David Byrne at the beginning of Stop Making Sense, you just walk in calmly with a boombox, you drop it down on the ground, click play, and my world blares. Yeah. In some ways, you can do a little mic drop at the end and be like, I rest. Mm -hmm. I, rest Guys, I mean, I feel like this speaks this for itself. This person you know? is so sick mm -hmm. does it excuse his actions no does it give us context yeah, yes it does i think exhibit b would you would just roll in a uh, television and you could play for them teenage mutant ninja turtles to the secret of the use mm -hmm. and explain to the jury that axel rose once delayed a concert by three four hours <laughs> yeah. and the concert promoter the tournament yeah. whoever came yeah. in to try to get axel to come out and perform because the crowd is going nuts yeah and Axel explained very calmly that he was watching Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2, Secret of the Use, and he would not be able to perform until it was over. So what you do to get the jury on your side is you make them watch mm -hmm. the entirety of the movie, mm -hmm. but then sound design. I don't know if we've got budget for sound design, but let's see if you Frank Axel's has Axel's got the money. He's yeah, you're right. You know what? The client's got the money. Especially We now. pipe in the sound of throngs of screaming fans mm -hmm. from outside, so you can be Ladies in my world. Who in their right mind would ignore these people? The, these, no one these would. These people. Mm -hmm. for that's this. why we asked you to step yeah. into my world. So we lead oh, with, I need you to nice. step in my a world. Good tie -in. That's a good and yeah. now we're going to actually put you inside his mind. I will say this is this a little is a too theatrical for an actual court, but... It's the court of public opinion where theatrics plays well. All right, nice. This feels like an open and shut case to me. Mm -hmm. You go through that. <laughs> okay, exhibit C, mm -hmm. the spaghetti incident. Oh, my gosh. Your name you just, is... You just hand everybody Boy. a copy of it. Like, yeah. Did you even know this existed? <laughs> yeah. Did you, you know that it's this? named after a Motley Crue story? This is a pitiable figure. That's what we say. Mm -hmm. Well, that's a tough sell, but... All right, I've gone, now I've gone too far. Misunderstood. Misunderstood. Mm -hmm. I think you don't know the whole story. We don't know the whole story. No. We may never know. All right, so I feel like we've done a pretty good job mm. 
of getting him off. Oh, that's not what I meant. <laughs> that's not what I meant. We're not trying to get him. We're not that's trying to mean. exonerate him. It's more about just trying to like, look, it's not so black and white. And the goodwill of the reunion tour really goes a long way. It does go a long way. You want to step into my world. It's a social psychotic state of bliss. You've been delayed in the real world. How many times have you hit it? Canister that had the ooze that transformed us all. Yes. Rock and roll! Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2. The Secret of the Ooze. Don't forget, we're turtles! Yeah, you know who's really easy to spot in a crowd? <laughs> Jack White. I believe that. You look like you stepped out of like a you know, a daguerreotype from the turn of the century. <laughs>